Welcome to Al Dente, the podcast for Adelaide University dental students hosted by older, more jaded dental students. We begin by acknowledging that this podcast is recorded on the traditional lands of the Ghana people and we pay our respects to elders past, present and future. I'm Ella George, a third year dental student and I'll be the host of Al Dente's fourth season. This episode, I'm joined by the incoming president and vice president of the AUDSS. So of course, that's Fiona and Nadia from BDS5. Hi guys. Hello. Hi, Ella. <laughs> How are you both? Good, thank you. Good, thank you. Yourself? Yeah, I'm very good. I'm excited to be recording. <laughs> so something I'd like to introduce on the podcast this year is starting with a media recommendation. Um, so that could be a movie you've watched, some music you've listened to, a book you've read, maybe a podcast, dental or non-dental. So does anybody have one? I've been watching a lot of Modern Family recently. Oh, I love Modern Family. It's a TV show. Yeah, I really love Such it too. Mm-hmm. I think it's my second time re-watching it now. So if you guys are listening, you should watch it. It's hilarious. It's heartwarming. And if you're homesick, that's the best show to watch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just very wholesome, right? Yeah, very it cute. is. It's on um, Disney. Disney, Plus, right? yeah. yeah. If you don't know me, I resonate with Phil the most. So <laughs> that's me. Um, so I'll give two. So a dental-related one um are like there are a lot of dental podcasts good dental mm-hmm. podcasts on spotify this one included El dente <laughs> um but i think a really good one for um especially australian dental students that's basically targeted to um dental students mm-hmm. in australia is the dental head start podcast there's such like great episodes on there it's not it's not just about like um actual dental clinical Um, like advice but they also give really good advice um, for graduates being like what you should look out for how you can become um, very like competitive I've found that really insightful and interesting and they also have um, dental students come on so it's really interesting to hear their perspective especially since they go to um, other unis as well Mm -hmm. and see the differences another media recommendation I would say a new like TV show that's come on recently is The Bear. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's so good. Um, and it's basically about this chef because I, I love food. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> but basically he just going um, through a bit of a tough time in the kitchen. Yeah. You, you have to watch it. It's like a lot of drama. Yeah, it's like a very realistic expectation of what it's like to be working in a kitchen. Yeah. So awesome. give it a watch, guys. My recommendation would probably be I guess a little bit of context to this. Has everyone even seen memes about, like, <laughs> Prince Harry? Yeah. Oh <laughs> Harry and Meghan? Yes. yes. Harry and Meghan on Netflix. You're, like, the only person that has said that they've watched it. Yes. Have you seen it? Yes, I've watched yes. it. And this is the first time I've actually gotten into anything, like, royal family mm-hmm. related. Mm-hmm. It's good. It is good. So yeah. much drama. Okay. If we move on to the questions section... Um, I guess a very classic starting point. I'm sure you're sick of answering this question, but what brought you to dentistry? To be honest, after graduating, I had no idea what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And I was just really lost for a long time. And I, I just knew that I wanted to be in a profession where I could meet people. And also I needed something that could supplement my spending because I'm not good mm-hmm. with finances at all. So I went for my checkup and I was like, you know what, maybe I should try this. And I like it now, so I'm really grateful. That's good. Good coincidence. (laughs) (laughs) I um, always knew that I, like, at school, I knew I liked science and I liked Mm -hmm. talking to people. Um, So a lot of people would say, like, go into medicine, but I knew that was the one thing that I didn't want to do Mm -hmm. just because I could see how tough 
of a pathway it was. And I feel like mm-hmm. if you want to do medicine, like you need to be 100% yeah. dedicated to doing that um, because it's definitely not an easy pathway. So um, going through high school, I just didn't know what I wanted to do. Um, so I actually didn't sit the UMAT in mm-hmm. high school. And then when I basically got down to when I actually had to put in preferences and I was just going through the list being like what should I do and then dentistry sort of struck my like eye and I thought oh my gosh like it's basically you know you're still a clinician you're learning about science you're Mm -hmm. helping people and you get to meet new people every day like Nadia was saying but it just has the perks of having a great lifestyle and I ended up um doing this in the UMAT the following year to explore whether I actually wanted to do dentistry. I like shadowed a dentist Mm -hmm. for about six months in my first year of uni. And then I just realized like, oh yeah, I think this could be a great career Mm -hmm. path. So I think it's just got the benefits of, you know, good lifestyle and being like a really great job where you get to help and meet new people. What did you study in your year of year I studied a bachelor of science mm-hmm. um thinking that I would do postgraduate and I thought oh, that was the yeah. easiest like undergraduate degree and then I did a year I was like I hate this and I was like okay I can't I don't think I, I could not fathom the thought of doing it for another two years so yeah that's mm-hmm. why I ended up doing the UMAT at mm-hmm. that time yeah. and then what about your life outside of dentistry well I like playing lots of sports outside mm-hmm. of uni and I'm also currently driving on the road trying to get my peace. I think I'm a bad driver, so... <laughs> no, she's good. No, she's actually I'm right. everyone. <laughs> Literally, like, I went for my first lesson, and I thought I was good at first, but she really humbled me. What I do outside of uni? I do play badminton, though, mm-hmm. with some of my friends from Dent. And I've been trying to pick up tennis. I've got a friend, Haran, who's trying to teach me, but I'm really bad, apparently, so (laughs) I'll try to pick it up. Outside of dentistry, I really like cooking. Mm -hmm. So I love, like, trying, like, new recipes. Um, I know everyone, a lot of people in dent, they try and meal prep, but, like, I hate meal prepping because it's, like, you have to... You just get to cook once and then you have to eat the same thing over and mm-hmm. over again. So I try my best to honestly just make my meals like one portion serving. So I try and cook like something different every single day so it's fresh. So I and everyone's like, oh, like, isn't cooking every single day really annoying? But I genuinely enjoy it. So that's one thing. Um, another thing is that I like um exercising as well but unlike Nadia I don't really play too much sport I just go to the gym in the mornings like most mornings so yeah she's really good at cooking by the way like I feel like (laughs) you don't need a recipe because we live together and Mm -hmm. like literally I know when she's in the kitchen because it smells so good and like I just see her taking like condiments and putting it into the pot and like the final product is always so good I'm like how do you do it no, I really admire people who can cook without a recipe, though. I um, need to. But this has taken me, like, five years to get to this stage. Okay. Like, mm. you should have seen what I was cooking in first year. That was <laughs> like noodles every night. Oh, genuinely, like, overcooked, like, chicken breast <laughs> and, like, vegetables, like, roasted vegetables that are not, mm, yeah, yeah, with, like, just a sauce that I would pick up, like a mayo or something. <laughs> yeah, it was horrendous. But that feels like a Jimbo meal. Yeah, but it's um, it's evolved. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a journey. 
<laughs> so you guys did both come to Adelaide in your first year, right? Like that was the, the first time you mm-hmm. came to Adelaide. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you first make of it? You know what? My impression was that it was sneaky. Because, sneaky? Yeah, it's sneaky. <laughs> like it's definitely quieter than cities like Melbourne and Sydney. Mm-hmm. And it was really different compared to Singapore, which is where I'm from. But like... I think the peaceful nature of it is so beautiful and when you really explore it, you realize how lively it can be. So that's how I grew to kind of love the city, yeah. How about you? Yeah, so I came from Sydney and the first time I actually came down to Adelaide was for my interview. Mm -hmm. So I came down with my mum and we came, I remember it was 7pm on a Wednesday night and we were staying in the CBD. I just remember getting a taxi into the city and we my mom and I just looked at each other and was like, is that it? Like, there was no <laughs> one around. It was dead. It was, mm-hmm. like, so quiet. Um, so initially, I just was like, oh, it's so quiet. It's mm-hmm. so peaceful. Um, but like Nadia, I've really grown to, like, love the city. Um, sometimes when I go back to Sydney, it just feels, like, way too much. Too busy, um, yeah. Way too busy. So, um in, in a sense, I would say that Adelaide, like I can call this, you know, my home. Mm-hmm. Um, by the time it's, you know, it's been about five years now. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's 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 great. I love Adelaide. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a pretty common story that people mm-hmm. are, are shocked at first yeah. by how small it is, but it does grow on you. Yeah. But it's evolved so much in the f- past five years mm-hmm. as well. Like it's become so developed, that entire like river area mm-hmm. and the casino like all that area that's has, true like, really Bigger developed buildings. Yeah. and now now things are i feel open a little bit longer than they yeah. used to be that's what i was really taken aback by when mm-hmm. i first came here because before applying i haven't been to adelaide so my first time here was when we started uni and i was mm-hmm. like chilling at home i had no groceries but it was like <laughs> 7 p.m I'm like okay let's just walk to the or was it a Sunday? Yeah, and we let's walk to the grocery store, closed. Mm-hmm. I was like, what am I going to do now? I'm starving. And, like, shops close at, like, 5 some, yeah. sometimes as mm-hmm. well. So They're improving that, though. Yeah. Sundays, I always have to wait until, like, 11. Yeah. Until we can <laughs> buy groceries. Yeah. But um, definitely, I think Adelaide's slowly becoming, like, yeah. just as... It's getting better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we were so lucky in COVID, by the way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, That's when everyone true. else was, like, in pandemic, mm-hmm. at least we had like I think three days of yeah actual lockdown yeah mm-hmm. it was good yeah mm-hmm. even with uni I feel like I mean I started in 2021 but mm. I've pretty much been at uni the whole time I didn't really take we didn't take big breaks you guys probably had one year of that yes we just in our second year that was mm. our main year where we lost some time due to COVID yeah. like our first yeah. semester but they actually made it up quite well mm-hmm. so that's good I think we're quite lucky compared to other unis Mm -hmm. who were like Melbourne and Sydney who were in Mm -hmm. months of lockdown Mm. and I feel like dentistry is one of those degrees that you can't really do from home no (laughs) not at all imagine (laughs) (laughs) so you guys both have some past experience with the AUDSS Fiona with student affairs and Nadia you were with community aid last year what made you want to get involved with the AUDSS yes I've had some great experiences Um, as student affairs I think in second year and third year Mm -hmm. and took a break in fourth year just because it was quite a busy year and I'm Mm -hmm. glad that I did Um, but I think in our final year I think Nadia and I just really wanted to make AUDSS and our student life as great as it could be just as a final year and I think we just sort of had a vision to really just make it really fun 
Um, and we thought that as president and vice president, we could sort of bring back that spirit and that community aspect that I think we lost a bit during um, mm. COVID. So yeah. that's probably why we decided to step up and join. When I first got into AUTSS, I think it was last year, I was trying to apply for ComAid because I really liked the idea of like giving back to community. And mm-hmm. in that year, my friend Renya was also running for exec, so I'm like, let's support you. <laughs> and I was too late, unfortunately, with my application, so I didn't make it for Gen Com, but I promised that was the old me. <laughs> and after that, I had some good experiences as well, and I remember being in the car with Fiona, like, with the year ending, we're like, well, you know what, let's just do this. Like, yeah. we had the same vision, we knew we worked well together, and we're like, let's just make this a fun year. Yeah. And like she said, bring back that whole spirit and community because isolation was obviously tough on everyone and Mm. everyone was alone for so long so let's just bring everyone back together Mm. yeah that's our vision and just being part of something Mm -hmm. you know for the final year like just being as you know you probably just join AUDSS because you want to be part of something meet Mm -hmm. new people yeah yeah and I think it's a good community exactly Mm -hmm. yeah so what did the president and vice president actually do? I feel like with something like um, being on the publications officer or like an events exec, it's very obvious what you do. Mm-hmm. What do you guys do on a regular basis with the AUDSS? Okay, what do we do? Yeah, we do a lot of behind the scenes work. So mm-hmm. in order for you know all the portfolios to run, we sort of oversee the work of everybody so for example like publications Mm -hmm. like you and all the other portfolios and we just make sure that things are getting done by deadlines we also have a lot of meetings with external outside of the student body so for example we have some meetings with the dean Mm -hmm. um and we also have sads sads we have sads and um adasa sponsors Mm -hmm. and um recent grads committee just to name a few and we basically act as a bridge between those sort of bodies or uh, people and provide feedback on what students want. It sounds like you're pretty busy. Have you <laughs> yeah. have you been working over the holidays quite a bit? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yes. We yeah. We've had quite a few meetings um, already and mm-hmm. um, just sorting everything for the year. I think preparation is key. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, because yeah, it gets very busy, especially at the beginning of the year. All right, we will go to a short break from our sponsors now, so we'll be hearing a message from them. Right, Evans Partners, the dental, accounting and finance specialists. Our people are here to assist you in every step of your career. Whether you're a student, dentist or business owner, we have the tools and the experience to see you succeed. Our dental graduate program provides you with a complimentary tax return or business activity statement and a financial health check to help you kickstart your career. Contact us today via our website, Facebook and Instagram, or on 8208-4777 to start planning your financial future. We're with you every step of the way. So my next question is for Fiona. Um, I saw that you went on a dental trip to Cambodia over the break. Yes. Um, I'm wondering if you could tell us a little bit about that. Yes, so we went to Cambodia under Insight. So Insight is one of the uni's organisations where they basically um, represent global health. And so the trip was sponsored very generously by Insight partially. Um, So I had the opportunity to basically go with three other um, friends in our year. And uh, we did a week of volunteering in Phnom Penh in Cambodia. 
and this was a clinic that basically provided free dental treatment to school children. So we saw a lot of children ranging from the age of mostly about eight to all the way up to 16 years old. Um, very, very different experience because it's just, there's no protoc protocols. It's basically you go and see the patient um, and you have a quick look in their mouth, basically all four quadrants to see what you need to do. And then you basically treatment plan the most sort of urgent matter. So I was seeing mouths that required, you know, several extractions, several fillings, and you just had to think quickly on your feet. What can I achieve in this um, sort of maybe 20, 30 minute slot? Mm -hmm. Because we um, every every morning we would get about like a school bus full of children. Wow. So maybe I think our busy, busiest day, we had like two schools come in, maybe 40 to 50 mm -hmm. kids between four of us to finish within um, three and a half hours. Okay. So we didn't have a lot of time. And so, um, and there was a language barrier as well. So um, it was pretty much like, do you have pain? Yes, you have pain, point to it. We'd address that sort of pain. And then everything else, um, we would see what we could do, potentially just put like um, a GIC filling over the top. And also there was no like LA. So these kids wow. are so tough because I would be removing, um, you know, decay that was so deep so close to the pulp and they would be there like soldiers just you know trying to um sit through the pain and they were so patient so i wish we had like those patients they're better than adults mm -hmm. honestly mm -hmm. um so yeah it was it was such a good experience i don't think i've done that many fillings in um before in my entire dental career than wow. in those five days. It was just filling after filling after filling. So it was mm -hmm. great. I would highly recommend anyone um, BDS4 to definitely, anyone in BDS4 this year to apply for it because mm -hmm. it's such a great experience. You, your cons definitely goes up. And the clinician who is supervising, Dr. Boran, um, is so great. He's so patient and he's like, he taught me so much in extractions, um, especially of pediatric um, teeth because mm -hmm. um, in peds, I didn't get to, to get to do too much. Didn't get that much experience last mm -hmm. year, but I think I just got all my peds experience in mm -hmm. that one week. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it was really great. That's really good to hear. Um, have you been to Cambodia before? No, that was my mm -hmm. first time. Um, yeah, it was beautiful. It's yeah. beautiful. Oh, everything is so cheap. <laughs> yeah, which was great. Yeah. Like all my meals were so cheap. You would mm -hmm. get like the biggest bowl of nood noodles just for two USD, which oh, wow. was great. Yeah. yeah. So I was just setting my budget for food to like 10 USD <laughs> a day. And it was, it was so good. Yeah. Oh, that's good to hear. What would be your highlight of BDS so far? I think I have two. Mm -hmm. The first one I still remember so vividly in my head. It was dent camp. I was just walking on the lawns, really taking in the sun, and suddenly there's like five people pulling a nudie run right across <laughs> my face, and I was like, "Okay, this is what this is what uni's gonna be like." Like, let's go. Second one was probably BDS two when we were practicing LA on each other, and that was the first. That was your highlight. <laughs> Because I've never had like 
I've only had one like filling in my mm-hmm. life and I, we only did an infill. So that was my first INB and I had Christmas the next day. <gasps> I was just like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Highlight. Yeah, yeah. I never want to do that to <laughs> Most memorable experience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know what? That's probably it. Yeah. I don't think I have like a single highlight and mm-hmm. this sounds so cheesy, but I think just the whole process of moving here, um, like finding my independence, mm-hmm. I think anyone would agree once they move and they, you know, move out and you're by yourself and then meeting everyone um, has just been like the best experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think oh, I literally can't think of, I can't pinpoint any, um, any moment in BDS, but I just, every, everyone I, tell um i always say like i have no regrets moving to adelaide like this was the best thing i did because straight after out of high school i was so daunted by the thought of moving away Mm -hmm. and it wasn't after that terrible year in doing bachelor of science (laughs) in sydney that i was like you know what i'm gonna like challenge myself and push myself Mm -hmm. to move away and Mm -hmm. it was the best decision I ever made even though like I had such a strong community and strong like um friendships and family like in Sydney but best experience to have Mm -hmm. left and come to Adelaide yeah Mm -hmm. it's definitely not easy because like you leave like friends and family behind and everything you know to move to somewhere totally new Mm -hmm. but that's when you really grow yeah yeah Mm -hmm. did you experience a lot of homesickness coming from overseas I did and it was so tough because like I couldn't just take a flight like interstate to see my family I'd have to wait for the next holidays and I'd be like curling in bed under my blanket crying (laughs) and the next day I'll just have to forget about it (laughs) and COVID was especially tough Mm -hmm. for like international students yeah yeah so you couldn't go back for like two years yeah. I think. wow yeah. that's yeah. a really long time mm-hmm. yeah family, yeah yeah it was tough for like interstate as well just because it was so uncertain about mm-hmm. the borders mm-hmm. like every time i went back they said the borders were going to open and then they didn't or a new covid sort of <laughs> mm-hmm. outbreak would occur so i think i ended up doing two or three quarantines yeah. coming back yeah mm-hmm. 14 day quarantines which was great yeah very frustrating <laughs> yeah mm-hmm I feel like one thing about dentistry, though, with what you were saying is because everybody comes from overseas or interstate, Mm -hmm. it's a really strong community of people who are very open to making friends. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And I can definitely compare the difference from coming to a BDS cohort versus when I did my first year of science. Mm -hmm. I think, like, every single friend I made, I would not see. Like, I would make a friend in a lecture never see them again so mm-hmm. it was very difficult in that sense whereas here it's so conducive to making friends and like by mm-hmm. the time we're in bds5 we've had like gone through so, so much, much with each other <laughs> so, yeah, much. so much trauma and good times yeah definitely it's a bonding experience tears. yeah mm-hmm. what are you looking forward to about fifth year Probably more independence in clinic, mm-hmm. I think, because I feel like now's the time for tutors to sort of let go slowly, and that's mm. where we'll build our confidence clinic-wise. Um, otherwise, I think I'm just really looking forward to spending this year with all my friends, yeah. because that's the thing about people being from interstate and overseas. It's like they're probably going to go home or most of them are going to go home after fifth year to start their careers and I don't know when we'll see them again Mm -hmm. so now's the time yeah I I would agree I think looking forward to basically 
making sure that we all hang out with each other <laughs> yeah. as much as possible. I think there's, I think every BDS five like goes through the goes through this where there's a bit of a race to you know get as much time with each other. Mm-hmm. When it's so difficult in BDS5 because everyone's on placement, mm. yeah. um, you don't really get to see too many people except in clinic, in your clinic group. Um, we don't really have like lectures together anymore. So, oh, yeah, we don't. We don't, yeah, except for Common Week, which is two weeks of the year. So, mm. I think it's really um, just trying to get the cohort all together and spending mm-hmm. as much time as yeah. we can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That kind of sounds like what you want to do as well this year with the AUDSS, like bringing people together <laughs> with events. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, you mentioned how a lot of people go home mm-hmm. after they finish. Do you guys have plans for the future, like where you want to work or what kind of environment you want to work in? Mm, well, I had this huge plan where after graduating, I'd like work somewhere in Australia for a few years and mm-hmm. then go to Europe or something to continue working for the rest of my life and hopefully do an early retirement so that we'll see good. how that goes <laughs> early retirement and lots of traveling after but probably looking at somewhere like melbourne at the moment mm-hmm. yeah that's what i'm drawn to yeah i think that i will end up on the east coast somewhere so i don't really mind too much but um either brisbane melbourne or sydney mm-hmm. um i'm open to semi-rural Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is that it's like an hour to two hours maximum from like um, from the city. But I think my main thing is that I just want to be in a job that has really great mentorship like and that mm-hmm. sort of aligns with what I want to do. Um, so, yeah, my interest in dentistry, at least. For example, I don't think I'm going to work in a cosmetic sort Mm -hmm. of um, dental practice just because it doesn't interest me that much. I like endo. um, So I, yeah, I know. So I want to do like emergency sort Mm -hmm. of um, dentistry, whereas I, and get people out of pain. Like I I really enjoy like the diagnostic process of that. Mm -hmm. Whereas I just don't think I'm, I like want to do too much cosmetic, maybe in the future, but Mm -hmm. not, not, um, because I think a lot of dental clinics are very focused on mm-hmm. cosmetics these days. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, and that's where we're tending towards, but mm-hmm. yeah. All right. So if you had a piece of advice to give to the dental and oral health students tuning in today, what would it be? Piece of advice? Oh, get involved, mm-hmm. honestly. Please come to as many events, participate in as many fundraisers, you know, come to the lectures, make the most out of your out of what AUDSS has to offer, as well as the actual clinical program in BDS. Like we are so privileged to be able to come to uni and have all these amazing opportunities provided for us. And if we don't take like advantage of that, mm-hmm. why are we here? So I think just do as much as you can with BDS, as well as um, outside of dentistry, you know, get a job mm-hmm. if you want to get a job, mm-hmm. if you want to, start badminton with Nadia (laughs) do that if you want to start tennis with Haran do that but I think um, make the most of us being at uni and actually having the time to an extent as a dental student Mm -hmm. um, to be able to pursue those things because so many of my friends have started full-time work um, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. life gets busy life gets busy life gets hard so yeah Mm -hmm. that's my piece of advice
Mm, I'd say, yeah, get get involved outside of Dent and mm-hmm. all health. Like, make sure you have time to do everything you want to do because now's the time. And also, don't be so hypercritical of your work. Like, I know everyone wants everything to look so good, but mm-hmm. like, we're still learning as well. So take it one day at a time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We all had those days. Yeah. There was a point in BDS2 where I thought I was definitely failing the year. But <laughs> everyone through that. <laughs> yeah, but look at me now. Fifth year. <laughs> <laughs> um, one question Jing Yang introduced last year, you probably got asked at a ball. Yes. Um, <laughs> if you had to describe yourself as any dental instrument or burr, what would you be and why? I think I would be a slow speed um, burr because I've been told that I've been I'm quite blunt, so the mm-hmm. blades are quite blunt, but, you know, it gets things done. And so, um, yeah, I think that's what I'd be, a slow speed burr. Very effective. <laughs> yeah, very effective, yeah. Uh, I want to say I'm, like, dental floss. Floss? That's what I haven't heard before. Like, no, that counts. It's always there if you need it. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll always be there for people when they need me, even yeah. though they don't always need me, but I'm there. Yeah. Everybody yeah. needs you. That's true. So yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. It's a good one. Well, thank you very much for both of you for coming and joining me today. Um, and also thank you to Neha, who's our new sound editor. This is actually the first episode she'll be editing, so I hope we haven't made it too hard for you. Yes, thank you. Thank you. If you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to Al Dente through Spotify or Apple Music. And thanks for tuning in today. We'll see you in two weeks. <laughs>